You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Is our focus on getting better and improving making us less happy? This week on Carly's Couch, the downside of constant self-improvement. Good topic. I felt it before. Um, welcome everybody to Carly's Couch. Um, Which we're actually on the couch today. Yes, we're actually <laughs> on a couch. This is a new couch, right? Uh-huh. Okay, a new we're couch. actually on Carly's Couch today. Mm, I want to say all that, but <laughs> have you seen those videos where people like can look at? Based on that scratch on the wall, I know you live in oh, man. Terrifying. this area. Yeah, this is not my couch, y'all. <laughs> not my couch at all. No, it's too late now. Um, I'm Lextopia. This is Carly Carpio slash CC Fierce. And I'm excited about our talk today, especially as a podcast, like about to talk about how sometimes self-improvement can make you feel a little bit less good about yourself. But before we get into that, um, this week's question from the couch was what is a hill you're willing to die on and we got some interesting stuff but carly what hill are you willing to die on oh man if and i have mine um i don't have anything top of mine right now uh, i don't have so, anything top of mine okay my the hill i'm willing to die on is that in 2023 and really it should have been since a while ago there should never be a handle on a bathroom door so like you should not have to touch anything to enter or leave any public restroom is the hill I'm willing to die on. There's just too many advancements, too many push doors, mm-hmm. no door, and have the little hallway thing. Like, you just shouldn't have to touch anything because too many people are nasty and don't wash their hands. So um, I just I hate having to do the whole, like, gymnastics with the, yeah. <laughs> with the paper towel and then, and then the trash be over there and it's like, yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's just cut all that. Um, but what's some more? Let's see what everybody else had to say. And people had a lot of food ones, mm. um, very food specific. So pineapples belong in smoothies, not on pizza. Mm. I, I disagree. That's no, that's cool. I just I'm not willing to die on the hill, but that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel you, but I'm yeah, not my hill. Um, <laughs> sweet potato is better than pumpkin, um, which I agree, but also 100%. not a, yeah, like absolutely, like to me that's facts. Um, yeah, I'm willing to die on that hill though. And then mushrooms are not food. Absolutely disagree. Yeah, absolutely completely not disagree. Right. Um, and then the last. And wait a minute. And let's talk about this. Mushrooms are actually like really, really good for you too. Um, and not just the magic ones. Yeah, y'all ain't been seeing them Instagram <laughs> ads <laughs> about the mushroom drink. But you will be now. But um, I, I read some studies about mushrooms, and it is a lot. That and olive oil are super good for you. I say lion's mane, reishi, or reishi, however you say it. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of benefits. Um, I prefer the tree oyster ones. They make excellent vegan tacos. You uh, shred them, delightful. So disagree and then the last one is i will always eat scrapple um the fact that i don't know what that is means that's beneath me so <laughs> it's, it's one of them do what y'all do back in the day we struggled and we had to eat this and so it's just kind of carried on into tradition type things but, but it's like it? pieced together meat um i would liken it to spam or bologna um but it is actually a pan tenderloin traditionally a mush of pork scraps scrapple so like maybe it's, you're cooking other things and then it's just what's left in the pan and you push it all together. Uh yeah, but it's it's with I mean that don't sound that bad though. and it just looks oh you mix stuff in it yeah to like make and it congeal bigger. it's like a congealed loaf and it, and that just like does not sound yeah but that's a hill someone's one of them. Um I thought his next one was was funny you know I had to look it up 
She said, grommet circle curtains scream, I don't care, in decor. <laughs> and that was not funny until Carly told me that the grommet um, circle curtains are the ones that have the hole in the top. <laughs> so yeah, like, I know which ones we talking yeah, about. Yeah, so like the shower curtains. But that's some that's when when you go to the guy's house and they have the black, red, and white <laughs> decor. That's that's in that lane. Um, but at least they have curtains. Um, but yeah, that's you don't care about decor if you have those for real. You don't. You don't. So that's real. That's that's facts. Or liquor the bottles as decor. I yeah, would also that's say. Facts. That's facts. <laughs> or. Yeah, you don't care about decor. You care more about like being a party person. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is that the Illuminati is real. Mm. I enjoy a good documentary and conspiracy theory on that. So that's whatever. I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one say Michael Jordan is not the greatest basketball player of all time. But for me, the problem is that... I don't know. Really, like, and they were talking about what about Russell and Jabbar... Um, but really, I even think LeBron, like, there's there's just a lot of things that change generationally. And I am from the Michael Jordan era, too. So I tend to, like, follow Michael Jordan. But we have to look at all these different facts. And maybe to your point, like, you got to look at how things have changed and during their time. However, um, I, I can't die on that one. Yeah. Um, this next one is probably a hill I would die on as well. Um, but you can't save everyone in that people will change when they're ready to or they won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really can't save people. You can really only save yourself and then inspire people yeah, to change. Yeah, that was just facts. Yeah. <laughs> that was just facts. The next one, top executives are not that smart. And that sounds like something I would say because um, I've been in too many meetings with people and it's like, I don't know how you got here, but it wasn't off of, <laughs> off of intelligence. And it really is unfortunate and a lot of times it, it can be motivating though because it makes you realize like oh okay like i can shoot for certain things do certain things um and be way ahead of certain folks and it's a lot of times it does dishearten you though because you realize like some pe- certain people may have a different type of access to even showing up and getting there so um yeah but that's that's real a lot of them are not very smart at all no, and I think it really became apparent to me when I was at USC um, and just knowing where people came from and like and actually like spending a lot of time with them. Like, yeah, nah. Um, another one is Jesus is Lord, period. Uh, as long as I get you through every day, yeah. <laughs> do I'm what like, you do. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm not dying on that hill. Jesus died for that. Um, social media should be restricted to 18 years old and older. I guess I don't know. It's that's weird because it's it should not kids should not be on social media. I agree with that, but I also think adults barely should too. So that's a hard one. <laughs> that, as I say that's a tough one, yeah, and it's so nuanced. I don't know if I could directly come out and say that because I see the opportunity, but I get it. Like I get the yeah, thought it process. Be um, okay, and then the last one is. I don't care how broke I am. I will always have money for an emotional support beverage, i.e. <laughs> alcohol or coffee. And I feel like that might be one of my hills, too, because that keeps me a drink. I don't know if it's a hill to die on, but I agree. And I think that's always funny because mine are not alcohol and coffee that I would spend it on. But I make sure I always have my stash together. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I get it. Um, I think we're just addicts, guys. So let's not... <laughs> I don't know if you want to die on that hill. That's true. You, you might be right. I think we're just addicts. Uh, we don't have our priorities <laughs> together. <laughs> but I'm not mad at it. What's to say, like, you know, sometimes, like, those things are the things that are, get you through and push you through and, and keep you happy when times are hard. So you got to do what you got to do. 
Um, but thank y'all for all those answers. We yeah. got a lot of replies this week. Appreciate you. Yeah, and we hope you don't die on any of those hills. But if you <laughs> need so to, um, I don't know. I kind of got you back a little bit. Um, okay, so today's topic is thinking about how being focused on self-improvement all the time can sometimes not be what's best for your actual happiness. And um, for those of you who are listening to this, I wonder if you, you know, off top can agree to that. Carly, what are your like kind of just first thoughts about that? I would say yes, um, I agree, because as someone who is in this self-help and, and trying to get better and always mm-hmm. improve myself thing, I've caught myself in those cycles where it's either like, achieving and then once you reach something it's never enough because you're always doing something else or like even with yourself it's like oh I'm good I'm here but I'm not there so it's not good enough and it can really kind of do the opposite of what those like self-improvement type stuff is supposed to do technically yeah when you're doing it all the time so for me I think about the times that I specifically might go to look for a podcast like if it's especially a specific topic or a certain type I, I'm already going to it because I'm like, all right, I need to figure something out, right? So, like, just knowing that you're always trying to figure your way out through stuff, um, always kind of trying to achieve through stuff, that's a thing for me. And so I recognize that, like, okay, you don't always have to be doing that. Um, also, when it comes to, like, reading, I enjoy reading a little bit every day. But when it's always reading something, and by self-help, it doesn't have to be about, like, you. It could be about work, um, mm-hmm. how to, you know, organize your marketing better, whatever. But all of those things and just reading that all the time, it just it just kind of like expands your to-do list almost. Or it expands like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. Um, I got to meditate every morning. I got to, you know, all these things that are being recommended to you and opinions that you're seeing. And sometimes it's just uh, too much. Sometimes that overwhelms you as well. Um, so let's start out by talking about the ways that it can kind of make you less happy. Because um, I, I recognize that I can kind of feel it sometimes but now I'm kind of curious like what exactly is going on I think the biggest one for me is it comes from a place it makes you feel like you're coming from a place of lack like Mm. you're not ever enough it's like oh man I lost five pounds but I really got to lose 50 or you know whatever is going on in your life and so it sets you up in this place where like where you are isn't good enough um and you need to be better Mm. and if you're always in this like place where like I need to be better I need to have better I need to do better then one, you're never really present, which I think is a problem because you're always somewhere else. So that's like a separate one. And then two, it puts you in this like complete state of scarcity all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the the biggest part about it is like the being stuck in that loop of always like thinking about something else you need to be doing. And so that means you're really always in this place of like feeling like you're in lack or not enough, or you can be, right? Because it, I think it also depends on how you're looking at it because sometimes Um, there are ways, and I think we're going to probably talk about this, but there are ways you engage in self-improvement and you don't have to feel like you're coming from a place of lack, but a lot of times we do. Um, Another thing is like when you are always, or when you're spending so much time thinking about, well, what's the better way to do this? Or how can Mm -hmm. I get more sales? Or um, how can I, I do my hair better? Or how can I have the latest equipment? Whatever it is, right? With all of these things and wanting something better, I think we've gotten very used to being in a cycle of always wondering what else there is and always wondering what's better. And when you're doing that, um, you're constantly seeing like what you don't have, or you're Mm. constantly in a space of like looking for something better, which means you're never appreciating like the things right in front of you or the things that you have. 
And so I think we are training ourselves to compare and we're training mm -hmm. ourselves to always be on the lookout. And I think those are kind of slippery slopes because um, it, it's like we, we live in a state of knowing, air quote, knowing like there's always some other better things out there. So, and we're not there and we don't have them. And whenever you're always looking out and looking forward and looking up and trying to keep up with the Joneses and doing all this stuff, like mm -hmm. you, I feel like you also miss out not on just being present, but appreciating where you are and how far you've come and just enjoying the gratitude of the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you're, you're always like focused elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but then, so I think the question comes like how, how do we actually evolve, right? Because is there anything necessarily wrong with wanting to be better or with getting better, you think? I don't think so. I think that it's great to want to evolve and want to up your skills in a certain area or um, be a better friend, be a better person in relationships, get in better shape, take better care of yourself. Like, I think all of those things are cool. But I think the difference is like, one is noticing where your foundation is, like where you're coming from. But then two, um, like you said, it's constant. Like when it, when it, there's no reprieve from you always trying to change something about yourself or be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I started um, adding some fiction books into my reading list because once I would read about something or have, you know, it give me some things to do, I would think about like, okay, now let me actually just go do them or let me take a mm -hmm. break from continuing to consume, consume, consume because just consuming the content doesn't change your life. Um, it's really about your actions. And so maybe also is, is thinking about in your evolving and whatever this is, um, focusing more on like, okay, well, what am I doing day to day more than what am I trying to learn or trying to consume or whatever, right? Because I think also a lot of times the experience, experiences that you have in your life are more educational and they are really how you actually evolve. I think that when you focus on and this is kind of just the example about like the self-improvement type stuff. But when you focus just on like reading self-help or listening to certain podcasts um, and that's all you're doing, you're actually kind of staying in your mind because mm -hmm. it's like this is time you're spent in your mind and thinking and thinking, but you're not actually doing those things. And so to make sure I think that there is a certain ratio of doing versus just consuming is a way to like really evolve for real. And then I think you kind of feel better about yourself as you're doing the things. As I say, I love that point because I feel like that's something I didn't even think about, but that's so true. Like we consume so much and then you get overwhelmed with consuming and sometimes even reading through things like, oh, I read that book makes you feel like you're making changes when you're really not. You're mm -hmm. learning, but just because you learn about something, just because you understand your biases or any of those things doesn't mean you're actually taking action or changing anything. Mm -hmm. um, and then a big way that I think that we evolve, and this is... Um, kind of probably going to lead my stance through the rest of the conversation, but is that you really have um, a bigger focus on like who you are. And by that, it's like, well, what are my values? What do I care about? Who am I? Like, who is the person I want to be and who I am? Um, and always being focused and aligned on that. So for example, if you know who you are, so like if I am a business owner who as a growing business where the people who work with me also are get to be provided for and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? If I'm that person, then I get my day started with a particular intention or my calendar is planned out a certain way or I have certain sales meetings. Like 
it's like by thinking about well who I am that kind of leads what I do again going back to the action focus at least to what I do as opposed to um feeling like or coming from a space of okay I have to do better with getting up I have to get up earlier I have to think about how I can be more organized I have to think about how I can you know what I mean like so I'm thinking about how can I do this how can I do that how can I be better but I just think about who I am and then the things just start occurring a little bit more regularly or they become part of your practice because well as a person yes um these certain things are what I need to do and so it becomes a little bit more like you are combining that with who you are as opposed to it being like some distant thing that you have to try to get to and I think that might be a little confusing I hope it's not too confusing but just like try it and maybe as we keep going on I'll have some more examples no I I think that's a great example and whenever you're rooted in your why, it's a lot easier to make changes in your life and it feels less like I'm not good enough, I need to be better and more like mm-hmm. this is just who I am. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the big key is like not and not coming from a place of saying like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not good enough because I woke up at eight and I should have woke up at six. But it's like you're doing what you do uh, because that's who you are. And so if we're sitting here saying like, okay, don't focus on always trying to improve then what does that say about you all like you're listening to this podcast probably hopefully because you like that we talk about like self-improvement we talk about getting better um what about oh well isn't it okay like i want the latest iphone because i use that to make my content or you know i want to have the coolest stuff or um i want to have a million dollar business so like yes i have to do self-improvement i think it all for me and then i Feel free to, if you have a different model that you kind of use. But for me, all of that still works as like, okay, well, who I am does require certain things. And so I do those things, but not, there. there's literally just, you're just taking up the space of, I need to get to it. And it's just like, oh, I, I do do this. Um, and actually I do this all the time. Like I'll give money and it's like, yeah, I have money. So you can, you can have these $2 bills if I ever have cash, if I give that to somebody, right? Because I have it. And so moving in a way that you already are kind of in the space that you need to be is just um, it, it like it takes away this unnecessary space of like worrying and trying and thinking too hard and all of that. And I like that when you are that person, when you are who you want to be, you're not trying to be them. Mm-hmm. Um, I second that, but also have a, a slightly different like thought because a lot of mine is like my mindset of where I'm coming from. And so coming from a place of gratitude mm-hmm. and enoughness and then also curiosity. And so if I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do or maybe, you know, maybe I don't know if this version of Carly likes to get up and go to spin at 5 a.m. in the morning. Like give yourself a little bit of grace to try things on in your life and see if it works and not judging yourself if it doesn't. But it's just like a continual trial and error process to figure out who you are and what fits that version of you. Yeah. But I think that leads us to this other part of the conversation, which is really important. And this is where it gets kind of sticky, right? Where if you're talking about, okay, well, you know, you don't necessarily want to live always wanting the latest things or, you know, what's the newest stuff or trying to always get better and read about how to make money and how to do this and that. How, what about if you're in a space of desperation or when you're in a space where you really do need better things right you need you need something else how is gratitude enough how is being like who you really are what i'm talking about too like 
how is any of this enough when we're really living in a society where a lot of times like we we do need to like well not we need to but we may be struggling with taking care of things and and doing what we need to do so as someone who and has been through it like living on couches struggling to pay rent car been on e like going from client to client like really struggling like not and, and i don't have like family help nothing like that like actually struggling but also i was was not unhoused so i'm not saying i understand any of that but in my own situation like it was still so important to work on my mindset and to change like where i'm coming from because if not it only makes things worse like gratitude doesn't always just erase your your struggles and what's mm -hmm. going on but it allows you to see the beautiful things that are still going on simultaneously while you're in your struggle mm -hmm. and i really hate it's like well you should just be grateful for where you are and all this stuff like I'm like okay cool but that's not real and then that kind of forces this toxic positivity stuff on people that like i want you to feel good about your situation even though it freaking sucks right now and you don't have to do that and so i think that the biggest gift that gratitude and like trying to see what can be good in your life and root in that like just allows you to broaden your perspective like when things are freaking terrible mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's like why not allow all of this to weigh a little bit less on you um and it can just because of the fact that it almost like give, give yourself a break because you can't be thankful about stuff and be feeling worried at that same moment. So even if it's just like this is like a mini vacation for a second to like, I'm so glad I'm in this house, um, even if you know, like, OK, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent next month, but um, I'm here right now and things are good right now and focusing on the moment. But I do um, I do for sure acknowledge and I think that it is unfortunate, I think, in our society, like we nobody should even have to live in a space mm -hmm. of like trying to survive and and getting their basic needs met so that is a very unfortunate piece of this right that that doesn't have to be happening um and if it wasn't then it's like okay and how you improve and and what you want to do with your life and how you evolve that's just like extra right that's so much extra on top of it um and so it is especially hard uh now to think about that like well uh, practicing gratitude and or um you know being a successful business owner but you're struggling with things like it's hard to think about how those things can go hand in hand and yet it's a thing you have to kind of you just do and you notice being in a different headspace at least clears you up to see things differently whether it's seeing solutions whether it's you appear more happy or confident which somebody else may want to talk to you about something like in a weird way you're in a space where even though you have that problem in real life, that problem's not affecting you moving forward because you are in a space of gratitude. You're not in the space of lack. And so you still can make moves even, um, even in those spaces. And I think that's kind of the difference there. Um, but it is very important not to, you don't have to be toxic. Like if you're, if you're trying to be positive or saying things or doing things that are not ringing true at that time, then you need to switch up what you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's all this talk about manifestation. And we even did a whole episode on that. But being in that flow state, like already being grateful and moving forward, like the universe conspires with you. All that energy starts to come whenever you're so down and looking at things from, from that lack. It's not able to meet you where you are. It's like blocking your blessings a little bit. Um, and I'll, I don't remember what episode that is, but we definitely have one on manifestation. So mm -hmm. look that up, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. WTF is manifestation. Is there you the go. name of it. Yep. <laughs> I remember that because my mom was like, 
hmm, so what's this WTF? And I was like, here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I remember that one. Um, so, so we are saying like, it's okay to want to be better. It's okay to want to see improvement. It's okay to want the best things. I think it's just that maybe let's change how we say that because I wouldn't say, oh, I want to be better. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, um, well, for me, what I'm, I'm saying is, oh, I do this. So I make, I make money. I I always say all the time now, I'm like, I'm always uh, like, oh, I I make, I make money and money, money's always coming to me, but like it really is. So I don't, I'm not making (laughs) it up because even if I was, I'll tell somebody like, oh yeah, I might have, um, X amount right now, but like, yeah, next week I should have, it's always like next week I should have another third K, like, it'll be cool. And so I, because I know that's true, that at least even if I have one client, like, all right, I always know there is money coming to me. There is Mm -hmm. a check coming to me. So I always say that, like I spend money and I say it's coming back. Um, and it's different when you say those affirmations and it's real. And so you don't have to say, um, I don't say things like, I'm a millionaire in the mirror or like I have a million dollars or a million, like a million dollars just coming to me. I don't even say that. I just, I just always say like, Oh, I always have money um, to do what I want to do. I don't even say I have enough for what I need because I want more than what I need. Mm. Um, but I, I say those things and they're true and they happen because I do certain things and I do certain things cause that's who I am. So like, that's for me, like how it all comes together. And going back to my original point is like, I'm not trying to be better. I just, I'm trying to be who I want to be and, and who I am is somebody who is able to, you know, travel, able to do this and that and that and make money and, and, you know, enjoy the things that I want to enjoy. And so, um, all of it kind of just flows together in that way. I think that that's so beautiful. And the main point I'm hearing here is alignment with yourself and with who you are. So if you see something that's not in alignment, change it. Mm -hmm. And it's not because you're trying to be better. You're just trying to be in alignment and allow things to fall off and people to fall off in situations. So then you can focus your energy on what is in alignment. And then also back to that mindset shift. It's like, oh, I want, I want to change this about myself because I'm not good enough or Mm because I want to be better. You could just say, you know, I want to change this about myself because this is who I am or this is how I want to treat people or this is how I want to feel. Or you could just be like, I'm doing these things because I love myself and I know that I'll feel good when I am able to take care of myself and travel and do X, Y and Z. And so really just watching the way you talk to yourself um, and the way you approach situations in your life. Mm-hmm. And then is there a point to where there's too much like improvement or growth or like you're trying too hard? Do you think? I think the constant is trying too hard. I think if you're trying to achieve yourself into something or through something or reach a certain point so that you're X, Y, or Z, then yes, I think that that's a problem. But I think if you're doing it in the way you've talked about or because, you know, you're simply just trying to reinvent who you are. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I actually Mm -hmm. champion that. And that's how I live my life, too. Like, always feel free to love on yourself more, reinvent yourself, do something different. Like, that's freedom. That's beautiful. But, like, when it becomes like deadening whenever it stops energy whenever it makes you feel really bad about yourself like those are signs that it's probably not being done in the right way yeah i I think it's that last part for me that i think about the most is if if we're thinking about oh is there ever too much like you're trying to to change too much trying to improve too much you're too focused on growth and for me it's less about like it being too much or too little and more about recognizing that you're really kind of just making 
it harder for yourself to be always focused on what you want to focus on mm-hmm. wants all the time or to if you're doing it from a place of lack so if you're doing it from a place of all right i get up early because i'm a you know i have meetings in the morning i'm a business owner and like you start to make that your reality cool but if it's like what i spent years doing like oh I'm, i can never do blah 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 because i can't get up why can't i get up i can't get up like all i'm saying is like i can't do this and why I'm, why is it so hard to do this like those things, the way you're kind of putting it out there, the way you're thinking about it is what's true. Like, it's always going to be hard when it, when every day I'm literally saying, like, why is this so hard? This mm-hmm. is so hard. And it just continues to be hard. Um, and I, I know that gets kind of woo-woo, but, like, it really makes a difference if you think about, like, how you are actually saying the thing, how you are thinking about the thing. And so being in this space of always being like, man, I really want that, or I wish I could get this, or I wish I could do that, or man, I, I need to be more like all of those types of phrasings kind of push things away or make things a little bit more hard than they need to be. And so I think that that constant space of of being like that really just slows you up. Um, so that's what I would consider and look at. That's kind of my biggest takeaway for, for you listening is to really listen to like how you're saying things and what you're saying about the spaces you want to improve. And think about, is there another way to say that or a way to say that that um, is less from a place of lack or less less about what you want and more about like you being in that space. Yeah, because when you feel things, they come. Um, whenever you want things, that means you don't have them. So I want a new job could sound like, I'm so grateful for all of these new opportunities that are coming my way and being interested in that. Like saying whatever feels true to you and starting to change your mindset. Mm. And I think even, even breaking that down a little further, let's say you're in a job that you don't like and you want a different job, um, even instead of like, I want a different job, you can you can talk about how good you are at the skills of this other job that you want. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a, such a great data analyst. Um, like, I'm, I'm really doing well. Like, even if you're talking about how, how much you're good at that thing, then it's like there are spaces to see that and find where you can be. Um, like, you literally, it, it doesn't have to be lies. Just tell yourself like, what's real. Um, I'm a great data analyst. I, I really uh, could do a great job and I roll like boom, boom, boom. And yeah. that's like really where you start to look. Now that has to match mm. your actions and like, who do you talk to? And, and let me update my resume and let me, you know what I mean? Like do the things. Yeah. Um, so it all, all of it connects. I think I've been thinking lately a, a lot so much about every time I have a thought, like how can I change it to make it a little bit more effective or make it more so um a useful thought for me and i almost feel like that's not not a business but i almost feel like that could be like a a app or something where it's like write the thing down and like try this instead um so i've been thinking about that lately anyway um might might think about that have you people say stuff and i'm like what about this thought instead? how to reframe it reframing thoughts is paramount yeah. to changing your life yeah but it's it's tricky but it's it's really a fun thing to do because I'm like, hmm, what is the real thought that I that would be more effective? And like, you you really have to retrain yourself. Um, so think about all of this that we talked about, like this constant need for self improvement, this constant need and desire to want the best, which there's nothing wrong with. But how are you actually going about doing that? How how is consuming helping you? Is it helping you or is it holding you back? How are your own thoughts and actions like helping you or holding you back? Um, if those things are not all aligned, your self-improvement 
is really just reminders that I am not my best self. So you have to do that the right way. Um, Hit us this week yeah. at Carly's Couch. Let us know like where you struggle, because all of us struggle with this in yeah. some way, shape, or form. And like she said, if y'all listening to us, y'all trying to make y'all's lives better. And we appreciate you. But you know, what are some ways that you can do it in a way that feels good to you? So hit yeah. us on all the platforms. Let us know. Yes, let us know. Leave us reviews. Give us five stars. Um, and we haven't done it in a minute, but I definitely want to shout out my friend Trocon because he just had his first art show curated of his paintings, paintings only. Um, it was curated by Ashley Cole. Um, she did a really, really good job. And, you know, I wanted to shout it out because it's so interesting that He's an artist and mostly people will see like his photography, but he's been doing a lot of painting over the years as well. And I've always been able to tell that that's a more vulnerable, like real space for him. And, and you know, he never really wanted to show them or talk about them. Mm -hmm. um, I, we've never been seeing his name up, like Trocon on anything. He used to use wow. a fake name, Kevin, on his paintings. If he if he sold one or somebody took something, he'd be like, yeah, you know, just say Kevin did it. And so we've always been trying to convince him, like, you know, step out a little bit with this. And so super, super proud of him because it was so awesome to just walk in and be like, Trocon, Beauty and Ruins. And it's like, wow, you're really, you know, embracing it. And I and I talked to him yesterday at the opening and he said, like, yeah, it's kind of weird just seeing, you know, I've never seen the walls with no, none of my photos up and it's just all paintings. But it went really well. So congrats to him. And in the show notes, I'll link the catalog of his paintings because um, he definitely said everything must go. He's like, he's trying to sell it and sell his art as well. So feel free to look at it, support it, and check out his studio. No, shout out to Chokan. That's beautiful. Is he doing any other days or is it just a one-day event? That's what I was asking, and you know how he is. It's like, whenever <laughs> you feel like being done. Um, okay. But I, I asked Ashley. Oh, she's the one actually, like, like, Ashley, keep this up for a little bit. She was like, yeah, I'm going to Because I'm trying to, to go. Yeah. I couldn't go last night, but I'm trying to go. She said uh, they're going to try to set it up so people can still come through. So definitely for a few days, hopefully, um, you'll be able to go through and check out his art. So thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. And we hope that you got something out of it today. Yep. See y'all next week. Bye.